to, uh, what is it, we call this, a revivalist podcast? Yeah, revivalist. <laughs> podcast? Revivalist podcast. Revivalist podcast. Um, well, I, my name is Tyler, and what's your name, babe? Tiffany. And uh, we are married, and we live um, in Tampa. In Brandon. Well, yeah, in Brandon area, but case uh, listeners from abroad um, don't know where that's at. It's near Tampa, and we're pastors over here. And um, yeah, we wanted to start a, a podcast where we kind of just talked about some of the things that we're passionate about. And uh, so, yeah, what do you what do you um, what do you think this po- what do you, what do you want to do in this in this kind of podcast over the next couple of weeks and months and maybe even years? Um, probably just share our hearts and kind of maybe share some of our story, talk through some practical stuff of what revival looks like. I know sometimes people hear the word revival, and although obviously it is very spiritual, there's a lot of practical um, things that go into it. Mm-hmm. And, for um, sure. Especially for people with small children like us or in different seasons of life, it doesn't always look like spending 40 hours at the church in prayer or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Practical. Give yeah. some testimonies. Have some guests on and yeah. let them share their stories. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Um, so, like we said, we are um, pastors at a church here and uh, we're associate pastors. Associate pastors, yeah. yeah. And... Um, we, we love our church and our, we're really happy to be surrounded by a community who's going after revival. And um, we like to say that we're just like, we are contending for revival. We're contending for the more, for a move of God. And um, we kind of wanted to bring just some people in on that journey. Um, and particularly how it works, how a person, like you said, with young kids, um, you know, in their early 30s, what does it look like for that normal person to go after revival? I think, you know, if you're in these circles, people like a Lou Engle or just these, uh, you know, Mike Bickle, Bill Johnson, all these guys that we, we really look up to, Randy Clark, Heidi Baker, it's just like unobtainable. Like we just don't understand their life, you know? And I think it would be really helpful, and not to say that we have it all together, no. but it'd be really helpful, I think, for a lot of people who are maybe starting out in ministry or just normal people who aren't in ministry to see kind of the behind the scenes of people who are contending for revival with small kids and who are married and who, you know, live seemingly normal lives other than like we are contending for not only the Lord's return, but for his like uh, seasons of refreshing on the earth. Yeah. And what that looks like, too, because sometimes you hear revival and you think, like, rolling and shaking on the floor. Mm-hmm. And where that is an aspect that is, like, if a tangible move of God is an aspect of it. Yeah. Revival is also coming alive and yeah. having the more of the Lord in every aspect of your life, whether you're grocery shopping or yeah. or um, just living at home with toddlers or, or whatever it is. Like, revival can take over every part of your life. And so kind of knowing what that looks like. Yeah. I think one of the things that we're both passionate about is revival, like taking over every part of your life, but in the sense of um, not just rolling and shaking, but like, I want the character of God. Mm-hmm. Like I want the, I want to have his the, heart, his eyes. Yeah. But his temperament, mm-hmm. I want to have his love towards my child, like and towards my wife. I want to be kind. 
I want to be merciful. I want to be just. Amen. I want... Oh, hush. You should be hearing that too. Um, it's grouchy in the morning. But like, you know, I, I want to see that too. I want to see a people, a company of people. I think this is a term you'll hear us use uh, in the upcoming weeks. But I want to, we, we long to see a company of revivalists rise up who are endued with power and who have like eyes of fire and all that stuff. But like the scripture says, are as gentle as doves mm-hmm. and as wise as serpents. So like you're kind to people and you also have wisdom. I'm tired of seeing revivalists who are in debt. Like I just am. Yeah. Like you don't have to have a lot of money, but you, revivalists who are bad stewards of their money. Like, so it looks, it looks all the way around. Uh, it works all the way around. Um, why don't you, well, I mean, I can talk about this, but do you have anything else you want to say? No. So I wanted to just kind of bring uh, maybe some people who do know us into kind of our journey and maybe the journey we're about to embark on where we, you and I are doing something. Or even people who don't know us. Yeah, something who don't know us. Yeah. Um, we're about to do something drastically different than we've ever done before. It's kind of it's kind of exciting. and. Uh, kind of. I mean, nothing could be more different than what we're doing in the, this season anyway. Yeah, where do we live? We live in a fifth wheel. We live in a we fifth live wheel. In a fifth wheel and we like to say that we're full-time RVers because that sounds more YouTube trendy. We're stationary, but... <laughs> And we've been really hidden with it. Um, that's one of the things the Lord had spoken to me. Um, yeah. When we moved into the fifth wheel, we we temporarily moved into a travel trailer last year in order to sell our house. Because Tell them about it. Yeah, we felt the Lord had called us to, to move from the, the church that we were at. We were at a beautiful church on staff. Yeah. Had a wonderful family and community there. Mm-hmm. And over the course of time, felt the Lord calling us to, um, to Tampa. And so... Long story short, we put our house, or we moved out of our house, mm-hmm. moved into a 21-foot travel trailer. It was like 1973 or something 75. like that. 75. 76, something. It was in the 70s. We refurbished it. 1970-something travel trailer. <laughs> we yeah. we refurbished it, and we moved into it with our um, two kids and our and two. And I would put heavy, heavy quotations around the word refurbished. Yeah. It. Okay. Our, our motto was always, it's a rolling tent or it's good Ugh. enough. Yeah, it's so, better, than, better than it was. <laughs> we moved into there um, temporarily so that we could sell our home. We, we ended up for three months. We ended up being in there for three months. And uh, we That's had crazy. COVID in the middle of the summer. Yeah. And I had it really bad. Do we ever take pictures of what the inside looked like and stuff? I think so, yeah. I think I took a little video after we moved I out. I would love to have, because you know how stuff just like time goes on and you forget what things were like and I would love to keep that around I, not necessarily to post on Instagram because like, we both felt that like you said just the Lord because I don't know when people do a missions trip or they do something that's kind of extravagant a lot of sacrifice usually the first place where to go is like the the social media yeah, and so they can kind of get the praise of man and we just really felt there's nothing wrong with that like we have friends who who you know no, youtube no, channels and, and instagram accounts yeah, and all of course. that we just felt like like just for us for us we weren't supposed to yeah um so we didn't really document a lot of what was going on but um it did not have running water no it did not have a bathroom it really didn't even have, it didn't electricity. have electricity and it didn't have a kitchen so like we no. had battery operated lights we had i to... had an ex- i had a like really thick extension cord running to a window unit that i took my angle grinder and cut a hole in the wall and slapped it in there put some caulk on it some two by four it was rough it was, yeah, it was it rough was... but Whew. we have two golden retrievers and a four and a five-year-old and we yeah. lived in there for three months wow. and then we had caught covid and we had it really 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 bad in the middle of summer in the middle of central florida in the heat boy with a... luckily we were under a tree yes but all we had was that wonderful little um 
window unit. But anyways, so we have felt the Lord had called us to do that. So we moved over and then shortly after we put our house up for sale and it sold really fast. So it was just a miracle. Yeah. But so many stuff the Lord we, did, yeah. we really were like, Lord, what do we do with this money that's coming in? Um, what do you want us to do? We know Tyler was talking earlier about being good stewards. And so we felt like we were supposed to um, try to be as debt free as possible in this season that we're getting ready to walk into. And yeah. so um, we actually just purchased a bigger fifth wheel. Yeah. So when we moved in here, we felt like it was a major upgrade and it's, um, it's, not that great like it's it's still like a 2007 2005 2008 2008 i don't i'm bad with years guys yeah 2008 um but hey we like basically pick but we have a bathroom and a fully working kitchen and my my kids have their own bedroom i have to tell you like go ahead we have space yeah and but anyways the lord had spoke to us about being hidden in it so we haven't really shared a lot about it but um we are. That is what we're doing right and now. And it's really not because we're ashamed of it. No, we're not. Like we, we host our connect group in here. We're not ashamed of it. <laughs> we don't really care. We also don't want to feel like we're like, yeah, look what we're doing for the yeah. Lord. And so we we felt like we were supposed to just hide. But I will tell you. We are wanting to bring people in on our yeah. journey. So that's, this is. And then I want to kind of talk about maybe the stuff we're about to do yeah, right now. But this is part of our journey and kind of how we got to where we are right now. Mm-hmm. And just learning, yeah. learning what revival looks like in radical living (laughs) yeah it's crazy you know like um if we would have maybe first moved right from our beautiful house that we loved you know um that we owned back in our on our last assignment into this into our current you know fifth wheel whatever the the rv like we probably would have really struggled Mm -hmm. but at least for me it has been the case that like it has been amazing um like just from living in basically a dumpster with an air conditioner unit in it to this like i remember for the i mean i still kind of i still smile it's humbling for sure but you you it makes you really appreciate less what it you appreciates have when you get more but yes. it also helps you like be okay with less and because i mean i never like i just didn't i didn't really grow up like with like a, I grew up poor story. Like my parents think, bless the, bless God. They've always um, done really well in, in their job and they worked really, really hard for us to have that sort of stuff. Um, but I know for a lot of people who do grow up like that, you really appreciate. And I'm just really grateful for that experience of like living, <laughs> living like that, you know, cause moving into a bigger fifth wheel like this, it's like, wow, it's like the Taj Mahal after three months of living in that that thing. But anyway, so that's where we're at. Um, kind of transitioning over to what the Lord is doing with us now. Uh, we are still associate pastors loving our time. We're not leaving. No. We not, are not leaving. Not leaving. Um, we love our time at our church, and we're so excited. God's doing so much. But at the beginning of this year, the Lord just started to speak to me about um, something He had said to me really early on in my life. And that was, he told me um, that one of the things that I was called to do was to awaken the American church. And he said, awaken the sleeping giant. As in like, there is this giant that is out there and he is so powerful, so like equipped to tear down, just destroy and do great things. Um, You know, any kind of evil, he, he can just defeat it. But he's asleep. She. Okay, she, whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> sir, like, whatever. You know, like, it's asleep, okay? Um, 
And I just see that as the American church. I mean, like you can look at in Revelation, uh, the church of Laodicea, this, these sort of parallels, um, just this thing of like where you're just sleeping. And I think the sad thing is much of the church thinks that we're awake. We actually think we're doing fine. We think we're fine in our apathy and our um, uh, laziness, just to be honest. And like the Lord is, the Lord had called me at 18. He told me to awaken the, the American church, the sleeping giant. And I didn't really know what that meant. You know, so often when the Lord speaks to us, we don't really know what he's talking about. And for the first time in my life, at the beginning of this year, I was journaling and just spending some time with the Lord. And he really um, kind of started to speak to me about that calling. He brought it back to my memory, which I never really forgot it. But he started to be really intentional with me about like that. I'm going to start kind of walking that out. And um, and he gave us some some specifics. And so basically, um, while we are still on staff here at the church and we love it, and I've already, you know, gotten, I've talked to our pastor and he's so supportive and is really happy. One of our visions for our house is to have a thousand sent ones, basically people we have equipped and we sent out to do the work of the ministry. So we're all about equipping and sending. And so um, basically that me and Tiffany are going to kind of start our own ministry. Para like, ministry. Like para, ministry. yeah, just like stuff on the side to do and just what's been burning on our hearts. Um, and we're really excited. And like, so... The word the Lord had given us, kind of the the name, whatever, is revivalist, um, came out of our last season of taking a group of about 12 people in our living room and just like going after the Lord mm-hmm. and doing doing it with like uh, complete and utter nakedness as in like everybody had their lives laid bare. Discipleship was real. <laughs> like we got in each other's lives. We were super honest and vulnerable. We were not the you know pasty face pastors who never have anything wrong. Um, we oftentimes would have them actually rally around us and pray, and as likewise we would call them out on stuff and just talk to them. Um, but more than that, we would just go. We would intercede and go after revival and worship and go on treasure hunts. And it was just we wanted to see God like do something, and so. The Lord had just told us that like um, to kind of start picking that stuff up again and to use it in in our, in our in me and Tiffany's own ministry. And we have a couple of different things we're really excited about. We've been just in the last maybe two weeks. Just dreaming. Just dreaming and yeah. talking. Um, this podcast is going to be a huge part of that. And so um, just off the bat, like we want you guys to share this and please um, what our, what our goal is just, I'll lay it out really quickly. Then I want to just maybe talk, hit some other stuff that we were dreaming about and excited about is in, in almost every church, you have that little group of people who are on fire for God. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that group of people who are burning. Um, and a lot of times those people are burning alone mm-hmm. and they don't have, people don't understand. Maybe sometimes a pastor doesn't even understand, um, you know, why they show up to church early and pray and all this, or they have dreams about the church and whatever. These we call them. If you don't know that, but we call them revivalists, and I believe that's what they are. They are people like on the front line, pushing the envelope, like hearing from the Lord. We long to see people in all in, in, in churches around Central Florida, these little like five to ten groups of people in each church, rally those people together, and give them language. Mm-hmm. Give them like 
lead them, disciple them, show them how to pray for their church. Oftentimes they're frustrated Mm -hmm. because nobody gets them. We want to speak to that group of people. And so the thing that I've just been, I'm not saying this is our saying, but like one of the things I've just been praying about is disciple and develop. We want to disciple those people as well as develop new revivalists. Like bring my, one of my biggest hearts, and I want to let you speak to this a little bit or whatever you're feeling is I want to see quote unquote, and I've heard people verbalize this, normal Christians like ignited for revival, ignited for the Lord. Doesn't mean you're going to sell everything and and be in ministry. It may just mean you work the same job you have, but now you literally have God's eyes as you work. And like you carry his presence with you because it's what has consumed your thought. Um, like I long to see, we want to develop new revivalists basically. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, this podcast is going to be a huge thing. Be sharing it with people who you think could use this. Like maybe they needed some encouragement or whatever. Um, so this podcast is what, what's some other stuff we wanted to do yeah, or just, anything. Just you wanted people to... who are hungry for the Lord yeah. in general. Um, yeah. I think for me, I really just burn for intimacy with the Lord and for people to know what it is to be in love with him and to, 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 for a lack of better term, lock eyes with him and to, um, you know, keep their, their face set upon him. Mm-hmm. What that looks like to, yeah. to burn for him yeah, and not in a weird, crazy, um, way but like a real tangible like like you were saying there's fruit there's character there's um but it it infiltrates every part of their life too yeah yeah uh what are some other stuff that we we plan on doing like so the podcast what else i was like you want to talk about it you want me to probably do some youtube right yeah so like i mean this one we're not recording but um eventually i i I would say because we're recording while our kids are sleeping and our Living room is dirty, so we don't want to. Yeah. We don't want to YouTube or Facebook <laughs> right. Live. And, we, and some of the stuff you just got to start doing it. Yeah. Um. So, but we do want like these podcasts to be recorded, like mm-hmm. video. Um. And we think we're gonna do it just to YouTube, mm-hmm. so the quality can be really maybe, nice. And maybe do some Instagram lives here and we'll there. Do, yeah, Instagram lives, Facebook lives, so we can interact with you guys. Um. Because we really want this to be, like, a conversation a lot. We want to. Mm-hmm. We want to have interaction with you. Um. Uh, so just some other stuff on the horizon for us or just things that we're dreaming about that you guys can be praying with us about or just give us feedback and if you feel the Lord says something to you share it with us probably doing some blogging right yeah, yeah. some blog definitely you're, some blogging you're writing or, a book I am writing a book yeah I'm writing a book um, though yeah so I'm not gonna like talk too much about what the book is about um, we'll do a whole separate podcast we'll do a whole about. yeah thing about that and the story of the book and everything but I'm writing a book and um, I'm excited about it like finally putting my degrees, degree to use and uh, so yeah um, that's happening that's coming for the revivalist like part of it we, we want to launch something under the umbrella of, of our like you know ministry called the revivalist company revival Re- Re- sorry revival company mm-hmm. this is all really fresh and new um, revival company where these people we're talking about or just anybody who's like burning can get together and we can just encourage each other. Mm-hmm. And so like some, maybe some of the things we, me and Tiffany have been dreaming about is like visiting areas where, you know, we have revivalists um, living and we can all get together in somebody's house and just have a burn night or, um, 
Or at a church. At a church or rent out. Like, we would love to do retreats, host retreats where you guys can come. And then we spend a couple days and just, like, go deep after the Lord. Do some inner healing. Like, you know, allow you guys to process stuff. We can lead worship. All that. Just be amazing. Like, a, a little, like, burn weekend. And um, we just long to see the church equipped. Like, mm-hmm. I want to equip revivalists. And that's just the thing that... The last like two days, the Lord has really been birthing in my heart is there's so many people who are burning or maybe have burned in the past and now they're burnt out and they're burning out because they're alone. Yeah. I also and, think that like, and we we want to help those people. Yeah. I was going to say one of the things is like just helping bring wholeness and healing yes. to areas where maybe disappointment or yes. criticism or frustration or whatever has caused the burnout or, or allowed um, discouragement to settle in and yes. then and then you begin to believe the lies of the enemy and yeah. and you look back and go six months ago I was like on fire for the Lord and now yeah. I don't even I'm so far removed from that and I don't even know what happened and generally speaking something has come along that has yeah. disappointed you or hurt you or whatever and so mm. being somebody who has really walked through that in our own lives yeah. um, I think that's something that we, we really want to yeah. And we're going to be sharing it. about our lives. Mm-hmm. Like um, one thing that I tell our pastor here all the time um, is like, I am sometimes open and honest to a fault. Like mm-hmm. I just don't know how any other way to be. And I really enjoy being honest and open mm-hmm. and just bearing my soul and my struggles with people. Cause it, it brings healing to me. It just really, mm-hmm. I've learned like the secret that it brings healing to me. And, um, like, like it says, um, I think Second oh, Peter, First Peter, or something like that. But like, uh, confess your sins to one another, so that healing may come. And I think it's even just beyond sins. I think it's just confess the deep, dark stuff to people, so that healing may come. You know. Mm-hmm. And so we want to provide a place, and, and I can't expect other people to do it if I don't do it, if the leader doesn't do it. So we're going to be sharing, and we want mm-hmm. you guys to be able to share with us. Um, we'll be sharing about. A lots lot. of stuff. Be open. Lots of stuff. Talking about mental health and yeah. discouragement and doubt and frustration and I think your 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 gambling problem. I don't have a gambling you problem. You do, but we're going to talk about it all and like. Yeah, it's gonna be good. Our thing keeps. Uh, it's just my slow computer. It's oh, okay. 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 All right. Um. So we're excited. I mean, we're really excited. Um. We just want to do this first one to kind of intro it. And because then... if you don't know, I. I'm pretty much scared of everything. She is. I really, well, I'm not, but I struggle with fear. I battle fear. And so. We'll probably talk about that too. Yeah, we will definitely talk about that too. So um, this is one of my ways of, it's what, I like, it. what I like to say is looking fair, fear straight in the eyes and like running after it. Yeah. So, um, yeah. All right. Well, um, we're excited. Um, we don't know like what days we'll be posting. I'd like to get to where we're posting. We're definitely going to do one at least once a week. Um mm-hmm. And we don't know what day that will be. Um, maybe right now we just kind of stick to Wednesday. Maybe next by next Wednesday we'll have another one out. But um, just follow this. Like the biggest thing we could ask for you guys is to share this as much as possible with people, with everybody. But specifically, we want to we bring people who are burning into the conversation. Mm-hmm. Bring them in and... Um, like to give them language and to, to give them encouragement. We're and, really excited about that. And disclaimer, that. like we're not trying to montanize ourselves or what make a name for ourselves. No. We just really, we know what it's like to, to feel like you're alone yeah. and burning and 
and then to be quickly burning out yeah. and not understanding sometimes what the Lord is doing or yeah. being able to navigate stuff. And so we just, we want to help people. Also, I just have this, and this is the last thing we'll say. I just have this overwhelming um, burden to, like John, prepare the way of the Lord. Yeah. Like I just, I feel him coming. I'm not one of those guys who says he's going to be here in the next week or whatever, but like, I just feel this thing in my heart that like, we, we need to get people ready. And, um, you know, our pastor said something, uh, about COVID. He said, uh, when COVID first hit and just the response of the church and everything that happened, or especially when we couldn't meet, he said, if this is the last time we met and he, we actually talked about this when we met with another pastor, he said, this is the last time we ever met with our people. We did not do a good enough job preparing them for like the tribulation. If, if the tribulation is happening now, you know, wars and rumors of wars, all that sort of stuff, we did not do a good enough job. And like that has gripped me mm-hmm. to prepare the body, the church, um, for like just the real stuff. Prepare mm-hmm. them to burn. Like the, the time to burn is now. Um, it's not, don't wait 10 years when you got your, your finances together and all that sort of stuff and you, you pursued your job and now you're kind of comfortable burn now. Like, and so I just have this gripping feeling to like prepare the way of the Lord and for us to be like the wise virgins with our lamps trimmed and like burning for him and just not to be like, crap, I should have bought oil. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And maybe next time I'll share my dream about that, that I had that kind of like, stirred us into that place but um I was like one of the things that like I've been thinking over the last couple weeks it just I cannot let go of it you keep saying the word gripped and and it, okay <laughs> Corey Russell here we go um one of the things that has like gripped me is I just oh! stop <laughs> that's a shout out to if you know you know if you know you know um Anyways, one of the things that's gripped me is just I saw somebody post something on social media and they just quoted the scripture and I just thought, Lord, how many times do Christians just quote little cute, cute little scriptures or say mm. cute little prayers or quote lyrics to a song and don't really mean it? And I just, yeah. I think the body, the bride of Christ needs to be gripped by the things that we pray, by yes. the things that we, we quote, the things yes. like... The word of God is alive and active and yes. we when we quote it, it needs to be something that we are anchored to and not yes. just these cutesy words that we say to sound good. Yeah. Um and I've just been praying that over and over the last yeah. couple of weeks, like that the the bride would be gripped by the word. Yeah. There's such a famine of the word right now. This is one of the terms that I've I've just been feeling in my spirit. Like there's a famine of and don't mishear me, I'm not talking about people who do uh what is a L uh uh, SBQ or this the Bible quiz or whatever. I'm not talking about quoting and memorizing scriptures. I'm talking about being gripped by the living Word of God, like where you it flows out of your spirit because it, you like you have become a habitation for Him to dwell. Mm-hmm. And people like reading the Word in spirit and in truth, like we have a famine of that. Either on one side we have crazy. Uh, charismatics who care nothing about the word and the truth in the Bible and only want a manifestation because Jesus is like a one night stand and we don't really care to get to know him. He's just there for a good time. Or we have people who their walk with the Lord is dry and cold and like analytical and they may know every single word from the text, but the text like doesn't ever read them because they never open themselves up to it. And it's, they're just 
like, I mean, Harvard professors know more about the Bible than I ever will, but they don't like walk with him. And I, I just want to see people like marry the two, like mm-hmm. long to like, have a touch from the Lord and then have like, when they read the scriptures, they weep over Leviticus. They weep over. And I script- have. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm reading through Leviticus now and it's, it's, in, it's in powerful. It's crazy when you see like when you read the law and then you're like, Jesus did all the things that it's saying not to do. And then you're reminded, Oh, that's because he says I come to fulfill the law. Quick, quick, quick example. And then we really are done this time. Um, I was reading through Leviticus and, (laughs) and it's describing the breastplate of Aaron, like the priest, when they would make the breastplate and how they were going to make it and the jewels and everything like that. And I asked the Lord, I said, Lord, like what? I was just getting, getting bored. You know, I was like, this is so whatever, um, it's like, there's a lot of information. Why, why did you have them waste page on this? Like waste text on, could have put anything in there, Lord. Like we could have described a little bit more what happened to Enoch or what it looked like for Elisha to be taken up. But you talked about this breastplate, you know, like what's going on. And the Lord began to ask me because I was in the moment of spirit and in truth and raw vulnerability. He said, who is the forever priest who stands before me? And I said, Jesus is, he's the, he is the priest. He is like the priest who, who ministers to you. He said, that breastplate is an earthly representation that I gave to Moses and, and Bezalel and the people who built the temple and, and, and designed all that stuff. He said, that is a representation of what my son looks like in heaven as he is the high priest from the order of Melchizedek like he that's and so the the plate that he wears the turban on his head maybe that's not what he looks like but it is Jesus like it is who he is and I began to weep and just be undone by the order of the stones in the breastplate like the sapphire and the onyx and the ruby because it describes in some way the reality of the Son right now in heaven as He ever lives to intercede for us. Like, it looks like Him. And He gave them this little brief kind of glimpse into who Jesus looks like as the priest, the forever priest. This is what happens when you read, when the Bible, like, reads you when you actually begin to chew on it and eat it and it's not a textbook or it's not some boring thing you look at like this we we need to like the famine of the word needs to be extinguished and so this is just like one of the things we want to talk about a little preview we want to talk about people being on fire for god and like please don't get it twisted this is not going to be 12 steps to have a to how to have a manifestation like it's not, mm. um, we, we're, this is what we're hungry about. This is what we're, this is what we've been living in. And that we would just want to bring people into the conversation, into our life. Probably should end it, I guess. But <laughs> <laughs> anything else you want to say before we cut it off? No, that's good. I'm excited. I'm really I'm nervous, excited. excited. I'm nervous. Yeah. I'm, I'm really excited. I, I hope this blesses you guys that we have some more stuff we haven't really talked about tonight. Um, but we want to bring you guys in later on. We have some great guest speakers oh, yeah. not speakers but what would you call it group? guests 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 we have great guests coming yeah so yeah just um share it you know get let people know it's a small podcast we're not really well known at all so like 
but we really feel burdened like this can help people mm-hmm. and and um and be on the lookout for like social media and stuff too just because yeah. that, that helps we're on instagram it helps things and, be shared and easier. facebook um facebook is um just called revivalist um revivalist instagram uh you need to look for revival company or revivalist company or something like that um here why don't i look it up real quick while we're why on here so so we can know Instagram is revivalist.company. Revivalist company. Revivalist.company. Yep. And Facebook is uh, revivalist. So, yeah, um, go on there, like the page, share this with people, um, and uh, we're really excited about it. Um, anyways, love you guys. Uh, hope you have a blessed week. Bye. Bye.